Welcome to the new kid on the block Prem Rao stories from a storyteller This podcast is the new kid not the podcaster Yes you can teach an old dog new tricks To start with this show is primarily about the books and blogs I have read and the books and blogs I have written over time they could be podcasts on events and topics that interest me i hope you'll enjoy this episode feel free to join the conversation by sending me a voice message thank you cricket in the old madras and remembering my dad September 20th 2021 was my father's 95th birth anniversary B Anantaram Rao Anant to his cricketing friends B A Rao to his colleagues in Bermshell and Indian Oil or B A R Bar or simply B A to his many club friends in Madras and Bangalore was born in 1926 in Udupi in the erstwhile South Kandra district of the old Madras presidency then under the British Raj I'd like to dedicate this podcast to my dad to whom I owe my lifelong passion for cricket His family moved to the big city of Madras the capital of the presidency to improve their fortunes probably in the 1930s Here they lived in cricket crazy Triplicane so close to the old stadium at Chepok with its famous Walaja Road end and the Madras Cricket Club end Growing up we were told time and again that the Chepok crowd was amongst the most knowledgeable in the world Test matches were held here from 1934 to 1952 and Madras featured in the world records in 1955-56 when Pankaj Roy and Vinu Mankad scored 413 as openers versus New Zealand of course this was at the corporation stadium near Madras central which later became the Nehru stadium I saw my first test match in Chennai at the Corporation Stadium in 1962 when India beat England with my hero Salim Durrani taking 10 wickets in the match. The test matches shifted back to Chepok in 1967 and I was there when the West Indies toured under Gary Sobers. The team included a young debutant called Clive Lloyd. So cricket was is and always will be a passion amongst the people of Chennai. A sample of the craze can be seen in the affection for the local team Chennai Super Kings in the Indian Premier League IPL. But we're not talking of present day cricket in Chennai. It's about cricket in the old days. When I speak of the old days I realize that time is relative. For some 
two decades ago when the new millennium began is a long time ago for others the old days may date back to the 1970s but i write of the late 1940s in madras as chennai was then known when my dad played his cricket as a young man growing up in the bylanes of triplicken the family lived in chingalvaraya mudliar street he must have been influenced by two opening bowlers from that area the legendary mj gopalan who had the unique distinction of playing both cricket and hockey for india and the quick bowler with a cantering run up cr rangachari who played for india versus australia and the west indies dad was a rare bundle of skills in that he was both an opening bowler and an opening batsman he studied at the local kellet high school and then went to pachipas college for his ba honors he played club cricket for pinarwa cricket club and other clubs and university cricket during the 1940s in those days city versus mofisil was another popular encounter which city invariably won easily my dad played a few of these matches and one of his opponents in the mofisil team whom he came to know off the field was the genial raja of putukote the albums of newspaper cuttings that traced his career as a cricketer unfortunately have faded with time and cannot be retrieved but i do remember reading newspaper clippings as a young kid with great interest i have pieced together what one remembers being told as a child my father didn't talk much about his own career but other relatives like his brothers who were his biggest fans did they spoke of the days when he was one of the most prominent players for the madras university he was the vice captain in 1948-49 and 1949-50 his skipper being his close friend n kanera who went on to captain madras and later toured the west indies with the indian team in 1953 dad was called for trials for the indian combined universities to play the touring west indians in bombay in 1948 John Goddard was the captain. Jerry Gomez the vice captain and the team included George Headley, Clyde Walcott and Everton Weeks who hit 3 centuries against India in the test series. My father's claims as an all-rounder were probably bettered by a young man from Nagpur, Polly Umriga, who went on to become one of india's biggest stars of his time umriga scored a century in the indian university's game versus the west indies and didn't look back after that the standards of university cricket in those days were pretty high from the 1949-50 indian university team as many as six went on to play for india gulab ramchand polly umriga pankaj roy nana joshi Subhash Gupte and Deepak Shodan One of dad's prized possessions was an old photograph I think it was Madras versus Holkar where he was with the legends of the time like CS Naidu CT Sarwate and the elegant left-hander and prolific scorer S Mushtaq Ali
They said Dad's claim to fame came when he got Mushtaq Ali out. For months thereafter, in the streets of Triplicane, he became known as the boy who bowled Mushtaq Ali. Madras cricket had stalwarts like M. J. Gopalan, C. R. Rangachari, B. C. Alwa, and two persons to whom my father owed so much. They were household names of Madras cricket in those days. C. P. Johnston, Conrad Powell Johnston, and A. G. Ram Singh. They saw the potential in him and encouraged him, like no one else did. Con Johnston, a product of rugby and Cambridge University, had played county cricket for Kent. He captained Madras since the first ever Ranji Trophy match versus Mysore in 1934. There was this beautiful article by Pradeep Dole in Cricket Country in 2018 about Mr. Johnston. He wrote, and I quote, "He made it his mission to look around." the profusion of club cricket being played in madras at that time and to spot budding talent on the strength of his reputation at bermashell johnston began to gradually add several young cricketers of promising talent to the workforce of the company so that the youngsters could concentrate on furthering their cricketing skills without the worry of making a living My father's family was not affluent and he could not possibly make a living by playing cricket. I'm sure it was CP Johnston's recommendation that gave him a job in a coveted company like Bermashell. Later, dad was posted to Ooty and got married in 1950. He had to reluctantly leave his beloved cricket grounds of Madras. There was really no choice in the matter. I think with that his playing career pretty much came to an end. My respects to Mr Johnson not just for supporting my dad and other youngsters like him but for having been such a fine human being. Interestingly, after I wrote a blog post about my dad's cricketing days in the old Madras some years ago, I was astonished to get a mail from CP Johnston's granddaughter, Lucy Johnston Unit in faraway Australia. Such is the amazing power of internet these days. CPJ had passed on many years before she was born but she had heard much about him from her father Tony who was his elder son Lucy told me her father Tony Johnston studied for a few years at the Lawrence Memorial Royal Military School in Lovedale in the early 40s which school I attended decades later when it was the Lawrence School Lovedale A.G. Ram Singh was another legend in Madras. I love this article by V. Ram Narayan, the renowned Madras and Hyderabad off-spinner and a wonderful writer in the Madras musings. In his article, Ram wrote, A.G. Ram Singh was arguably the greatest cricketer never to have played for his country. He had the satisfaction of watching two of his sons grow up into test players. Ram Singh played for Madras and was just the second player to achieve the Ranji Trophy double of 1000 runs and 100 wickets. He was the first player to take 5 wickets in an innings and 10 in the match in the Ranji Trophy. He achieved that in the very first match of the Ranji Trophy playing for Madras against Mysore. 
His sons Kripal and Milka, also Triplican boys, went on to play for India. I remember how affectionate Milka was to him when Dad took me to the old Saint Mark's Hotel in Bangalore, perhaps in 1959-60. The Indian universities were playing Richie Benno's Australia in the old Central College grounds. I remember shaking hands with Peter Burge and Les Favell as a star-struck youngster after they had thrashed a bowling. Some years later, Mr. Ram Singh probably in his late 50s came to the Lawrence School Lovedale to coach us at cricket in the 1960s. In a practice match when he ran to take a catch, memory from over 20 years ago must have come back to the old man. To everyone's surprise he shouted, "Catch it, Anand!" That must have brought a smile to dad's face when he wrote about this to him in our weekly letters from school. One of dad's proudest moments came much later in his life when he became a member of the prestigious Madras Cricket Club established in 1846. He wouldn't have imagined that possible when he was a boy growing up in Triplicken. The club was geographically close to where he lived, but in many ways was too far away from his world. I noticed the other day that by coincidence both my dad and his mentor Mr. Ram Singh passed away in the same year. 1999 the stumps were finally drawn hello i'm lucy and as you mentioned cp johnston was my grandfather his elder son tony was my dad the names and places that you talk of would have been so familiar to dad and i'm just sorry that he's no longer here to listen to it because he would have loved your podcast on cricket in the old madras where he grew up and a place that meant so much to him cpj died some years before i was born so sadly i never knew him personally although i heard much about him from dad and through his vast collection of memorabilia and old photographs from his time in india by all accounts he was as you say a very fine human being despite his great success and privileged position he always remained humble and courteous he felt that cricket was a great leveler and brought together people from all walks of life i feel i also ought to mention my grandmother kitty con's wife who dad always told me was the calming and reassuring influence behind her husband indeed dad said that nothing that con achieved in cricket or in their years in madras would have been possible without her one day hopefully in the not too distant future i would love to come to chennai as it is now and explore all the old haunts the johnstons would have known especially the madras cricket club My boys are also keen cricketers and I'd love to show them the place that was their great-grandfather's cricketing home for so many years, a place that was so dear to him. I wonder if there's anyone alive now who actually remembers the Johnstons from their time in India. Well, I don't think there can be too many given that they left in 1948, but if there are then I would very much like to meet them. So, thank you Prem for your kind words concerning CPJ. it means a lot to me and to my family i thoroughly enjoyed learning about your dad's life 
and cricket in the old days. Bye for now. Thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did bringing it to you. If you wish to speak about this episode, please feel free to join the conversation by sending me a voice message. Until next time, take care. Goodbye.